Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, in our gospel today, Jesus raises the bar. He ups the ante. I think it's very easy for many of us, right, temptations of all sorts. We can sort of settle into kind of a complacency and a mediocrity in our spiritual lives, which don't really reflect the love that God desires with us, this relationship of love that he wants, right? Because a relationship of love can always go deeper. A relationship of love can always grow. But the one who embraces sort of this complacency or this mediocrity just settles for the bare minimum. Oh, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I'm doing okay, right? Those, Those attitudes, they don't reflect the great love that God has for us and the great love that he calls us to have for him. So Jesus is upping the ante. He's raising the bar. He says, be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus is calling us to perfection. And on the one hand, to be perfect means we do our part. We might liken this to the, to the life of virtue. Think of the many virtues, prudence, kind of this ability in our minds to understand a situation and to do what's right, pull the trigger and actually do it. Or think of justice, understanding what is due to another person, and then actually trying to bring about what is owed to this or that person as a beloved son or daughter of God. Justice is another virtue. Or think about temperance, right? Not getting sucked into the extremes, especially in areas of like food and drink or uh, sensuality, right? Being able to understand, right, virtue is in the middle, and not um, overindulging or, or what have you, right? So the life of virtue. So much of this depends upon us, our own will. We try to do our best and we try to grow. But that's only one part of the perfection that Jesus wants for us. And in many ways, the whole purpose of virtue is not just like spiritual Olympics or something like that. The whole purpose of virtue is to open us up to God's grace, to open us up to the Holy Spirit, And so this work of perfection is actually, first and foremost, the work of God in our own souls. Yeah, it's true. We have to do our part. But really, it's about opening up and allowing God to be the main actor, the the protagonist, really, in our lives of holiness and in our lives 
of sanctification. And so specifically, the the Lord is going to work in and through the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to really sanctify us, to make us perfect as the Father is perfect. And the Holy Spirit comes bearing gifts. There's seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have fear of the Lord, counsel, fortitude, piety, wisdom, understanding, knowledge. These are the gifts we hear about. But sometimes we forget about the Holy Spirit and about these many gifts. We have to call upon the Holy Spirit. We have to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us with these gifts, to sanctify us, to allow this work to be done, which is to bring us in uh, to the Father and to make us kind of this perfect image, which is Jesus, this perfect image of God the Father. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. So I'm from St. Anthony's Parish, which isn't too far from here. It's in the city of San Gabriel. And this past Sunday, we had our confirmation. So thanks be to God. We have 26 newly confirmed teenagers. (laughs) Pray lots for young people. Pray lots for teenagers. Anyway, it was a great joy to see them confirmed. But the bishop who was confirming them, in his homily, he chose to kind of focus in on technology and social media. As you know, young people, it's like the world they live in is the social media world. The world they live in is is that of technology. And for us who are older, sometimes it's, it's like, you know, foreign territory. We're not as familiar as they are with all of these things. But the bishop was basically saying, you know, we need the help of the Holy Spirit, for example, to really sanctify this area of our lives, which is the area of technology. On the one hand, technology is great. It allows us to do incredible things. You know, we just, you know, connecting people in good and healthy ways. Think of the pandemic, what we were able to do, even though we had to be isolated, we were able to still keep in touch with people. Think of all the things on e-commerce and business that we can do. I mean, Amazon, right? You click it, it's like there in a few hours. <laughs> it's amazing what can be done using technology in a good way. But the bishop went on to say, but think of all the ways that this, this good thing, technology, can be corrupted, manipulated, twisted, and warped for evil. You know, there's social media sites, for example, that young people, well, it's really a platform, like a social media platform, the young people join, and they join anonymously. And then the whole point of these sites is to then post things anonymously about people in your school, about people in whatever sort of your demographic or, like, group or, cl- you know, they have these, all these different little groups, right, you can form. But the whole idea is you, f- you join anonymously and then you post things. And some people in their naivety might say, oh, that's beautiful, kids are connecting and they're supporting each other. But that's not what's going on. As you can imagine, because they're anonymous, they're posting things that are just hurtful, hateful. Think of the bullying that goes on. When you can post something anonymously, you don't have to take responsibility. You don't have to own it. You start saying things you would never say to people in their face. Right? So obviously this is just one example of how social media can be warped and corrupted, not to speak of the many other ways. Think of pornography. Think of all the, all the just seductive, luring ways that people are led into a life of deeper just sin because of technology. So the bishop's point was, we need the Holy Spirit. We need to call upon the power of the Holy Spirit to help us sanctify this area. And young people have a particular opportunity to be bright lights. Right, to be influences for good in this particular area, technology and social media. But once again, it goes back to the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to sanctify us. It's the work of the Holy Spirit primarily to make us perfect, as the Heavenly Father is perfect. 
right? We can't settle for a mediocrity. We cannot settle for just, ah, it's good enough. No. We need to love the Lord, which draws us to never stop. It's never enough. We can always go deeper, and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us in that great work. Let's go to Our Lady, Mother Mary, because she was full of the Holy Spirit. She conceived of Jesus in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, Mother Mary, we ask that you pray for us today that we too can be, um, that we can give, give birth so to, to Jesus in and through the power of the Holy Spirit in our world, 21st century today. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish, or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.